When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, welcome to the Wine Over Matter podcast. I'm Laura. And I'm Steph. Thanks for joining us for another Wine Wednesday where we talk weekly about everything going on in our lives from weight loss, relationships, dating, pop culture, and so much more. Hey, Steph. How's it going? Hi, Laura. How are you? I'm good. Happy Wine Wednesday. Happy Wine Wednesday. Why does it feel like it's been so long since I've like heard the sound of your voice? Because it has been so long. It's crazy. Like, where have you been? I know. I've, I mean, a lot. You've been a lot. I've been a lot. <laughs> like, you are gone, came back. I left. I just got back. So we are officially, like, catching up here while we record. We are. Like, we just said that. Like, right before we hit record, we're like, wow, we didn't catch up at all. Like, every all of our catching up is going to be, like, when you guys are hearing it, too. So, I feel live like, catch up sesh. I feel like we haven't talked since we last recorded pretty much. I mean, we talk like just that's like, a lie. You dro- you butt dialed me yesterday and I tried to call you back and you didn't answer. And so I texted you and I was like, Hey, I saw your like missed call. And I tried to call you back. You're like, I called you. <laughs> we were like, in yes, the casino. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I mean, it's been exactly two weeks since we last recorded, which was the last time we saw each other, which was pretty much the last time we caught up. And two weeks, that seems like such a long time ago. It was, because since then, you went to Washington. I did. It was so much fun. All of my travel went smoothly this time, and it was really, really cold up there. It was actually snowing when I landed. So, like, hello, middle of April and snowing. Um, They don't usually get, like, where in Yakima anyway, they don't usually get snow, like, in April, right? Like, that's unheard of. Not April. Yeah, definitely not April. So it's it was much colder and much like the snow wasn't sticking. It wasn't so cold that it was sticking, but um, it was snowing. Like I got off the plane and the Yakima airport, it's a small plane. And so you get off the plane, like on the tarmac, you know, yeah. like you're not in one of those covered things. So I'm all bundled up and it's snowing and wind, windy. So it looks like it's snowing even like heavier than it really was because it's yeah. was so windy. I'm like, where am I? Um, but no, it was a lot of fun. I got to spend like five days, I think up there with the family and the puppies and got to wine taste a whole bunch. And it was a lot of fun. I know I got, so jumping ahead real quick, but so I was obviously, I was wine tasting this last weekend and I got two messages over the weekend saying, and I actually, one of them was your sister. (laughs) I'm pretty sure, (laughs) but that were like, okay, time for you to come wine tasting up in Yakima. And I was like, I know. I want to so bad. I love this idea for us. I do too. Cause it, it looks so beautiful up there. So it's gorgeous. It was so much fun. It was like the perfect balance. Like I worked a little bit, um, like in the mornings up there. And so I, it was a perfect balance of like not falling behind at work, getting tons of family time, having a lot of fun. Like we, 
did like all the wine. T- oh my God. I think it was Saturday. We wine tasted, I think at like three or four places and then went to dinner and had a cocktail at dinner and then went for an after dinner cocktail at another restaurant. And then my sister and I were so amped from like, I don't know, an entire day of day drinking that we were like, mom, drop us off at the bar. So my mom like dropped us off at a bar and like, we. <laughs> it was just like, um, I believe a- that was the night you FaceTimed me from that bar. I did. I, I woke up in the morning. I also FaceTimed Jordan and I was like, oh God, like he's probably so annoyed. And, um, but it was one of those mornings where you wake up and you're like, oh, I really hope I remember FaceTiming you, but I really hope I didn't say anything super stupid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, um, and you made a good point, like the whole, like working in the morning. So you don't get behind at work. Cause for me, for example, I haven't been at work. I took a couple days off and I have looked briefly at my notifications and I know I am going to be super busy when I go back to work tomorrow. So it's like, that's the worst is like, where you're like, Ugh, why do I even take a vacation? Cause then it's like, you feel like you just get behind at work. It's nice. Cause everybody does try to do a good job. Like at my job of like, everyone's team players. So like when you're out, there's still things getting done. Like you're right. only part of a small part of a big picture. So the show must go on, even if you're not there. So that is good. But like, you still have to then catch up, see where things have been progressing. Where do you need to like chime in? Like, it's just, it's the worst feeling coming back from vacation only to feel like you're so behind. Like you want to come it back is. and like ease in and feel relaxed. Totally. And I'm like, I rarely, like there's certain, only certain times a year where like taking vacation stresses me out, but like, I would have been fine to take full days. I was just like, we don't really do anything in the mornings anyways. Like, you know, like we just like lay around and ease into the day. So I was like, why take a whole vacation day when like, I'm just laying around anyway. So that's the reason I did it, but you're right. It does help to come back more rejuvenated, but I would not want to do that on every vacation I went on. <laughs> I know. I almost thought about like, cause we got home pretty early today. So I was kind of like, I should just like w- take a half day instead of taking the whole day off and work and just like catch up today on stuff. And then I was like, no, it's like, yeah. 90, it's 90 degrees here. So we had heated up the pool a little bit and we kind of did like a little pool afternoon instead, which definitely was How a better way fun. to end my vacation. <laughs> That's a blast. So, so what but what did you guys do? Because you were still in Washington then for Easter. What did you guys do for Easter? We were there for Easter. Um, so my parents, when they moved into this new neighborhood that they moved into a few years ago in Yakima, uh, became really good friends with their neighbors. And they're like family now. Like they they do everything with them. I mean, they're even coming to Palm Springs next month. And Jordan and I are going to go to Palm Springs with them, with the neighbors. Um, so they actually invited us over for Easter brunch. So we went over to their house and had Easter brunch with them. And then I think for dinner. So I am obviously on the calorie counting kick right now and trying to do better. My sister, I was telling you is like super on her game. Like she, she was like having a lot of fun when I was there, but like on the normal day, she's working out like seven days a week. She actually loves working out. I'm like, give me a little of that. And then, um, she's eating like very, very clean, you know? And then my parents are both trying to, so we, on Easter, we were like, God, we just drank all day yesterday. And then we just went to brunch this morning. Let's, let's just do a healthy dinner Right. Yeah. So we cooked a healthy dinner um Easter, but it was just nice to like be with family. I've never like Eastern's never been a holiday where I'm like, I have to fly to Washington and like spend it with 
yeah. my family. But I think because not that I'm single, I have a boyfriend, but I think like now that I'm not married and like living with somebody, I guess, like I am like every holiday I want to go up there. <laughs> <laughs> if it's a holiday, I'm going. So it was really nice to be up there and a lot of fun. Yeah. What, what did um, you do? For Easter for us, we, um, I think I've said before, it's like so nice the last like few holidays or the last like couple of years now we've been kind of like blending our families to do holidays. So it's so nice. So we don't have to like either split up or go to like one house for half the day and the other house for the half the day. Cause one thing I love about Easter is it like always has been kind of more of a brunch thing for us. And then we're home by like three or four and then you have the like night to just like chill and do whatever. Yeah. So that's super nice. So we actually went, my parents hosted Easter. Um, this was the first time Jeff's like family all went over to my parents' house and stuff. And so, and they have like a beautiful backyard and we did, it was like such nice weather on Easter. So we had like set up everything outside. My dad made Bloody Marys and mimosas and, um, we just did like a really good brunch and hung out, just basically chilled at their house, all of, um, my family and Jeff's family. And it was a nice day. It was just, and like I said, we were home by four and it was perfect. That's so nice. I'm sure that's like a dream for so many people to be able to like blend your families like that, because sometimes it's, I don't know, there's a lot of reasons that it can be hard to do, or you have multiple siblings. And if you have multiple siblings on either side, then like, that's even harder to do because now you have all these other in-laws, but I feel like it's perfect. Like you being an only child and then Jeff just having one brother that like you guys are super close to. Yeah. Like, it's like so easy just to be like one family when it comes to holidays and that makes it easier and more fun on everybody. Nobody has to stress over if they're going to see you guys or not. So nice. Cause I, I was very fortunate where I had that when I was married too. So because, um, my ex Brad, he had one sister, but she lived in Austin. So it was most of the time it was like just us and our parents were friends. And so it was like just the six of us all the time. And it was like super easy. And then, um, so like when the first like year Jeff and I were dating, it was always like either split, which sucks. Like it was just like, okay, well you just do your family. I'll do mine. And it's like, not like for Easter, it's like not a big deal. And yeah. then, or Christmas, it was a production. It's like, okay, we go to my parents and then your parents. And then Christmas day, we go to my parents for breakfast, but then we're going to be at your parents by one. And so it's just so nice to not have to do that. And I feel very, very fortunate that our families get along so well because it definitely makes it nice. So nice. And then like, nobody's ever like sad. They're like, oh, it's Jeff's family's turn to see you for Christmas, Laura. So I guess I'll like... Nobody's sad. Everybody gets to see you guys. Yeah. And me and Annie (laughs) both like to host. So it makes it nice where we can like swap back and forth. Like I'll do like Thanksgiving and she'll do Christmas Eve or like, so we're good at all, like kind of like spreading the wealth on who, who's hosting what holiday and stuff like that. So it's nice. How fun. That's so nice. Yeah. And then after Easter, you got to go on, is this your first trip of the year? Or have you guys done another trip this year? Um, this might be actually, I don't know if we've yeah, done think, anything yet this year. Now we have I like been- things every month for like the next six months, I feel like, <laughs> but, um, I, yeah, we had, so we booked this like nine months ago, at least it was like one of those things where, um, 
my sister-in-law, she was, so she has like, um, a timeshare with Worldmark, and she would just like, she likes to just like look around and see like when there's good deals for like points at places and stuff like that. And she saw there was a random weekend in April of next year that was the three bedroom condo, which the three bedrooms are like hard to come by usually. And it wasn't too pricey either. And so she was like, Hey, why don't we next April for Jeff's birthday? Like we do like a family trip up to solving and we'll do like wine tasting and things like that. And, um, and if you asked me like a year in advance, like you want to do a trip and I like, I'm like, of course, yeah, I'll put it on the calendar. Like, <laughs> I don't think anything of it. And then it like, felt like it was never going to come. And then it was like, oh crap, we're going to solving in a couple weeks. So, um, it was all of Jeff's family. So we had like a three bedroom. So it was perfect because Brian and Annie had a room. Jeff and I had a room. Jeff's mom had a room. And then the kids slept on like the pullout sofa. Um, unfortunately we hit a few bumps in the road for this trip. Um, Jeff's brother had gotten like the, was it the day before we were supposed to leave? that morning, like Annie had texted me and we were like talking and stuff. And she's like, Brian has been like throwing up like nonstop. He's been really sick. I was like, shit, that sucks. I was like, well, I hope he like feels better. Like, do you, do you think it's food poisoning, whatever? And like, we all kind of came to the conclusion because like by three o'clock that afternoon, he was like, good. So we're like, it must've just been food poisoning, food poisoning. Out of the system. And like the next morning when we were supposed to leave, he was like, I'm hundred percent. Like, I feel great. So I was like, awesome. So we all get out to solving. We have like a great first day. We just went to like, there's a brewery out there that we really like in Buellton. And, um, we are like, we're going to do a ton of wine tasting the next day. So let's just do like a brewery. And then we were going to go out to dinner and we went out for a steak dinner that night. And it was just like all the family. It was fun. It was great. And then, um, and we, yeah, we just hung out. It was fun. And then Saturday morning we woke up and our nephew, he starts throwing up. Oh no. We're like, oh no. Like at first he was like, I was just, he thought he was just like, we thought it was just maybe a fluke at first, but then it like, wasn't stopping. And we're like, okay, no, he obviously got what Brian had. had. So now we're like all avoiding each other. Like the plague. It's just like, (laughs) I'm like, get away. I'm but just like, oh God. And we're all staying in the same place. So at this point, we're just like, it's inevitable if like all of us gets it. Like this sucks. <laughs> so poor guy. I felt so bad for him. And then of course, like, I mean, because he's only he's seven, almost eight years old, and he's so sick. And then so Annie's like, you guys go to breakfast. I'm gonna stay here with Harrison. We'll like see how it goes. Like, so she stays with him. We all go um, walk around downtown and go out to breakfast and we like come back and he's like super sick. And we're just like, oh, what are we? Because that like kind of changed all the plans that we had for the day. So Annie's like, you guys go like hit up some wineries. I'll stay here with Harrison and stuff. So, um, so unfortunately, Annie and Harrison stayed back and um, the other, the five of us, we went to a couple of um a couple of wineries and just hung out there but like it's hard to enjoy yourself like you feel bad that Annie can't be there right you feel awful for Harrison like Brian of course is like super worried about him so it was like we were having a nice time but it was like you just like feel bad and it's not yeah, it, it's it not the same everybody in a funk yeah totally so we like we're like we'll just do two like we'll go out for a couple hours and then we'll come back 
So we um, came back like probably around like four o'clock or so hung out. And then Charlotte's like, I want to go to the pool. So Brian and Jeff take Charlotte to the pool. I'm just chilling. And um, Chris was like, I'll stay with aunt with Harrison, like, and told me and Annie, like, let you guys go out for a little bit. So I was like, yeah, like, Annie, you need to get out for a little bit. You've been like stuck in here. Like, I feel so bad. Like, let's go. So we went and hit up a tasting room and we just, it was nice. Cause then it was just her and I, we got to like sit and chat for a couple hours and had some really good wine at this place called Amarosa. And, um, so we did that and then we ended up just, so we ended up just doing dinner at our condo, which it's nice. Cause you have the full kitchen and everything. We hit up the grocery store and did a full like Italian dinner and stuff. So, um, Saturday fun. night was super chill. And then, um, yeah, so Sunday they were going to leave. They weren't going to stay till Monday. Like we were, um, because the kids were already missing, like they leave for Hawaii in a little over a week. So the kids were going to be missing a week of school. So they were like, okay, the kids cannot miss like more school. So they were going to come back on Sunday anyway. So, um, we kind of went our separate ways on Sunday and, uh, Jeff and I did like our own wine day and we like went to the store there's this market that makes the best sandwiches so we went kind of like packed a picnic and just wine hopped all day and then we went to this amazing restaurant for dinner and then we hit up the casino and so it was like a really nice day they got home and so it was just me and Jeff who stayed an extra nice an extra night and Annie woke up super sick today no so Jeff and I are like we have like a day or two (laughs) but oh no um if so we're like if we could just make it another day or so without getting sick that will be great so then like when we got home today like my mom was staying at the house because she stayed with Penny so we like put masks on and everything because I was like apparently this is super contagious mom so if we have anything like we're just stay away stay away because you don't want it because everybody oh, else in no. the family's getting it and we're just like praying we don't get it so oh my gosh that's awful so it was definitely a bummer like it was a nice weekend that we were all looking forward to and um while we still had a nice time I'm sure it wasn't as nice for those who were sick and for Annie who yeah, had to, you, like, you just you just feel bad like when when everybody can't ha- be having fun you know it's like you're still exactly. having fun, but you feel bad. Like it's not supposed to be this way. We're all supposed to be out having fun. Not. Yeah. Thinking... Yeah. But this totally reminds me of a conversation that kind of came up between us a little bit last week. So basically for anybody that followed your Instagram this weekend, like they wouldn't have been able to guess that you, that that was going on. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so perfect example of like, what you see on the internet isn't necessarily like what it seems like yeah here's here's Laura posting videos and then I follow Annie on Instagram too so Annie's also you know like in there like not maybe not at the same time but like you could never tell nobody's gonna be on their stories like vacation like everybody's sick and in the room and blah 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 and it kind of reminds me of a conversation we had last week um because I was in a funk last week just like with everything and I like same thing like I went so MIA like I would do like my usual like I kind of do the same things every day on Instagram like I post a song and blah 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 and I was just like I can't do Instagram this week (laughs) 
I am in such a funk. And it's funny because I had a couple people like say something to me like, Hey, like, is everything okay? Like, where have you been? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I'm totally fine. I am just in the biggest funk. And it's really goes to show like, cause I feel like Instagram and social media in general, like can just make you think like everybody lives these perfect lives. And I mean, to an extent people live like amazing lives, but everybody has random things that are uncontrollable like that, that come up that they're not going to show you on Instagram. Yep. Like you you said, you were were not going to show that they were sick. I was not going to show that I was in a funk. Like not everything is roses and unicorns and fairies. Exactly. No, that's a good point. Cause yeah, I never said one thing about that on Instagram. So you would have had no clue had I like not shared it here on the podcast. (laughs) Exactly. Um, so Jordan ended up staying at my house last weekend. Okay. What does that mean? So that was part of, um, the funk I was in was just like, I was starting to feel like I'm never home, like ever, like yeah. I'm home during the week, but even during the week I'm busy. And then I'm at his house every single weekend. And then it's like, my roommates have boyfriends and like, they've started to do things together. And I'm like, I'm literally like never here for any of it. Like I'm like the roommate that's like never home always gone. Like, do I even live here? Kind of thing. Like I take good money. And like, am I ever even here? So I I started to tell him like how that was bothering me. And I was like, I really feel like we need to start spending more time at my house, which doesn't make sense. Like my house, (laughs) there's multiple people here at a time, his house, there's nobody there, you know? Um, but he was like, so sweet about it. He like, never tried to talk me out of like staying here, like never tried to be like, Hey, it doesn't really make sense, but okay. So yeah. we did. And it ended up being um a super fun weekend, but I was still like, okay, like weekends are still more fun at nice <laughs> <everyone> own space. <laughs> it's true. Um, I can see what you're saying. So maybe if like one every four or five weekends, you just like do it. That's or... what I told him. Or I'm like, if we if I know something's going on here, like if if I know they're doing something and like we want to do it too and hang out, then yeah, let's stay here or yeah. come over on a weeknight or something like sh- just show your face a little bit, you know, cause he's not, yeah. he's not here all the time. But, um, that, yeah, that was one of the, one of the things contributing to my, like, you know, how you just like spiral about certain things. Like you're just yeah. like, you fixate on one thing and then like, let it spiral in your mind into like this, like way bigger thing than it is. Like that's kind of where my week was last week. And that's um, when we have PMS stuff. Yeah. Except it was like two weeks away. So. Oh, okay. um no but it did end up being super fun like nothing this weekend was planned except for him being here but um we did end up going out Friday night with both of my roommates and one of their boyfriends and that was spontaneous and not planned and fun and then yeah Saturday we just went out for a little bit um and then I ended up with like an entire Sunday to myself because he went home which I don't usually get like usually like leaving his leaving his house late morning and then I get home and I have to unpack and I have to do laundry. So like to have him be the one to like leave and go home. And I'm just like, Oh, full day for yeah, me. That's so was, nice, um, yeah, it was, re- it was really nice. It was a nice, like switch up to the weekend, but we will be back to regular programming next week. <laughs> Cause you, it is definitely nice to have your own space. That is for totally. sure. Yeah. Cause or- then you, you could just, get up, go hang out in the living room in your pajamas. And like, not that you can't do that, but it's just, 
you don't have random people walking around and I don't know. It's just nice. You you have to be like, you have to be courteous with roommates. Like you have to be like, you can't own the couch the entire weekend. Like there's other people that live here, you know? So whereas his house, you don't, you're not courteous of anybody else. It's literally just what we want. So definitely, definitely different vibes. Uh, what about calorie counting and stuff? So you're still like digging that you're still doing that what's the latest I am and I'm still loving it like I feel like I feel like I don't obsess nearly as much as I did with WW because I always had to figure out what the points was and sometimes the points didn't make sense in my head like how is this so many points where like calories you can almost like guess what something is like you're like oh yeah and like some things surprise you and some things don't you know yeah but overall I really really like it weekends are hard for me too just like you were saying but I do try like if I know that we're going out to like a brewery in the afternoon and then dinner later, like I'm not going to eat like eggs, bacon and French toast for breakfast. So I'm like, I'm trying to be like smart about making it work, you know? Um, but it is hard, but I do like it. The only thing I'm frustrated with is I feel like I'm losing weight so much slower with calorie counting than I was with WW. And I don't know if that's like a fact. I don't know if I really am or if it's because I'm not nearly as strict with it. As I was I just going to say, I think you were, when you lost a lot of weight with WW, you were like balls to the wall, hardcore. And right now you're still enjoying your life while like losing a little bit. And I think that is a way better way to live and enjoy than completely just cutting things off and, oh, we can't do that. And because that's just why you gain weight back. Cause you start exactly. like, as soon as you want to start living your life again and you're like, I'm so over this, like that's when you start to slowly creep. So I think honestly, I would rather lose like four to six pounds in a month than 15 pounds in a month just because I, but I didn't, I, at least I still got to enjoy my life. And like, for example, I enjoyed myself completely this weekend. I wasn't going to track or I wasn't going to like feel bad if I didn't track. Like my goal was to not. And then Friday, I just kind of started the day doing it. Like when we were like, we grabbed food on the way out and I tracked it. And then I was like, well, I'll just still track to the best of my ability. And like, if I go way over and it starts to like stress me out or something, like I was, I'll stop. But Friday, I stayed within my calories. Saturday, I stayed within my calories. Sunday, I went way over my calories, but I tracked everything. (laughs) Like, so I was just like, you know what? Like, it felt good to like, see on Friday and Saturday, I was having wine. I ate, I enjoyed myself, but like, I knew I was trying to like be good. So like at night, like after dinner, like I just didn't drink those nights. Like I just grabbed a diet Coke and called it a night. So it's like, there, there's a reason that people lose weight with things that require you to track, whether it's WW calorie counting macros. If you have to actually go in and log it, even if you're logging a day where you're totally off track, you're still like when it, when it hits weigh in day and you haven't lost weight that week and you have a diary of what you've done that maybe can tell you why, or if you did lose a lot of weight or whatever, and it has, it's a diary of, you can kind of go back and like make adjustments. Like there's a reason that like every popular weight loss, anything requires you to track. Yeah. And just, and not doing it just because you have an off day is it's like any habit. It's like making your bed. Like if you make your bed every day, it's a habit. If you don't make your bed on Saturdays, 
Like that's not a habit, you know, like tracking is a habit. And once you fall out of it, um, it's really hard to fall. Like we know I spent two years not tracking anything (laughs) consistently, you know? So I think tracking the good and the bad is only beneficial. Yeah. So, I mean, I had left. So before I forgot to weigh in, I'm trying to get in a habit of weighing in on Fridays. I had weighed in on Wednesday or Thursday and I was at a little over 11 pounds, I think trying to remember. So something like that. And then I, um, I forgot to weigh in right before we left. And so now I'm like, okay, so I'm back. I'm sure I'm up a little, like that's inevitable. And Jeff's birthday is in two days. And then two days (laughs) later, we're having a birthday party for him. So it's like, I know I have a lot of stuff this week that's going on. So I'm just like, okay, just when it's not celebration time, like his birthday is like a dinner. It doesn't mean it has to be like, I can make good decisions for the early part of my day and save plenty for that night. And I don't have to go over overboard. So I'm just like, going to try to like be good when I can this week, but still enjoy his birthday and enjoy those times and stuff as well. So as you should, where are you guys going for dinner for his birthday? I don't know. I like kept saying like, what do you want? He was like, let's just go to a brewery or something. I'm like, come on. It's your birthday. We go to a brewery all the time. He like, doesn't (laughs) he's like kind of whatever. And then he like kind of thought about doing an angel game. And now he's like, no, let's do an angel game another night. Like he's just kind of keeps going back and forth. So I'm kind of like, okay, well at least let's go to long beach and go to like ballast point or something. Like let's do something different. Something you don't normally do. Yeah. So I'm trying to get, I keep saying like for like two weeks, I've been like, tell me like, I'm, I'll make a reservation, like wherever you want to go, just tell me. And he's like, been so like, I don't know, blah, blah, blah. So (laughs) guys, we'll probably end up at Brewery X. Like (laughs) you're like, we're, we're regulars there. Why not? It's easy. It's an easy birthday dinner for me. I'll take it. (laughs) So, um, but with that, you guys, we have a special guest. So excited. I feel like it's been a minute. It's been a minute. So why don't we have some updates with Courtney? Hey, Courtney. Hi, how are you guys? Good. <laughs> I feel like it's been forever since we've chatted. I know. It really does feel like, I just feel like the last month has flown by. It is, it, I don't know where April went. Like, did it even happen? Not a clue. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's been just over a month. I mean, last time we had Courtney on, Um, in March, she was swiping away. She had swiped on somebody that she went to high school with. Um, and we kind of talked a little bit how things were ending with her most recent relationship and stuff like that. So how has the dating world been going, Courtney? Um, so I, I feel like pretty soon after we recorded last time, um, Oh my god, it's like so weird to talk about. So I I am back with my ex boyfriend. Oh um, wow, we're just getting into it. Yeah, we're, we're diving in. <laughs> well, I was like, I don't even know where to start, so let's just start. I guess. <laughs> okay, well, let's put a pause real quick. So yes. about two or three days ago, Courtney had posted a beautiful view on her stories 
And I responded and I just like gave her some eyeballs. And I was like, I was like, oh, that's beautiful. Where are you? Knowing damn well, I know that view because I made a comment about it before. And she had mentioned that it was her boyfriend at the time's view from his condo. So I, of course, had to comment on that. And she responds, Illinois. I was pretty good with that one. And I was like, no shit. Tell me more. And I said, we'll talk on Monday. <laughs> She's like, I'll give you the whole scoop. And that's basically yeah. where we left off. But I guess really, um, I, so when, when we last talked, right, like I had been swiping, there were a few people I was, few guys I was talking to, um, nothing that like, you know, one of them was texting. Um, I just was briefly telling you guys. One of them was a guy I had matched with a couple different times. Um, it seemed like we had a lot in common. He was going out of town for a couple weeks and he said he'd let me know when he got back. So, you know, I had like some, what do they say? Like f- uh, irons in the fire. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it was fine. It was just, you know, same old, same old. Um, yeah. yeah. Back to the drawing board kind of thing. Yeah. And it was fine. I'm like, you know, it's, it's hot girl summer coming up, which like, that was my mentality last <laughs> summer. And I remember even my therapist at the time had given me homework, um, in June. And she was like, then by the time I see you in July, I want you to have gone on a date. And so then like, by the time I saw her, I think I had gone on like four dates with four different guys. Um, and then one of them had been Taylor. So then I didn't see anyone else after that. Um, but yeah, that was like, I was like, there was one week in July where I went on three first dates with three different guys. And I thought, Oh, wow. No, it's exhausting. Have you ever done that? (laughs) I think the most I did was two and that, but that was like right after my mat breakup. And that was like, so empowering for me though. Like I was like two in a week. Yeah. Yeah. And they both, (laughs) neither one went anywhere, but I was like, God, I, I just feel like I'm like on my game right now. There's definitely the two vibes. There's like the vibe when you're like ready to get back out there and you're like pumped about dating where it feels good. And then there's other times where it feels like nothing short of like a part-time job that you hate. Oh, and that's usually the case. Yes. (laughs) My sister was really, I don't know. I said, whatever she had going on, I needed some of it because like March, April, I mean, she was on a new date with someone new, like two three times a week and she would text me and I'd be like is that is that this guy and she's like no this is this one and I'm like ah, dude I can't even keep track like where did this <laughs> come from and so um we were I, I was just exhausted hearing about it and she was like no I'm loving it and I'm like well that's great for you like that's just not my vibe at all like I don't enjoy that no I had a short period before I met Jeff where I was loving it I was like doing the dating game and I was like yeah because I was in like this total mode where I was like, not really like where like, cause there's different dating. There's like dating for a boyfriend and then there's dating mm-hmm, where I'm mm-hmm. having fun. And if something worked out great. Yeah. And that's like kind of the like zone I was in for some time, like where I was just like dating to have fun. I was like, just really focusing on myself and like that dating was fun for a bit, but like, that's I feel like, like when you're dating for a relationship, it like becomes not exhausting. fun. And that's a lot I've talked about that in therapy a lot and that's probably why I don't enjoy it because that has always been my mindset and because to me I'm kind of like well if I already am like 
iffy about this guy. What's the point of going out with him? Like when I'd much rather yeah. be at home with my dogs, like watching TV. But like, I know a lot of people who are like, no, do it. Like take every opportunity. And, you know, not to say one or the other is more successful, but to me that just, I was like, what is the point? Every time I went out with someone who I was on the fence about, I ended up not having a fun time and I felt like I wish I was at home. So I tried not to do that anymore. Yeah. I feel like that I was always similar to you, except for right when I broke up with Matt and I wasn't even intentionally trying to go on multiple in a week. It just fell into place that way. It's always. Yes. But it's so funny to think back on. And when Laura thought I was going to be going on so many dates that mm-hmm. she had to teach me how to keep <laughs> track of them in my note section of my phone. It's like, yeah, that never worked out for me. <laughs> no, I will say there's only been one time. It was like semi recently. I was thinking about this guy I went on a date with last year and I could not remember his name. And I was like, I haven't even been on enough dates for like, that's reasonable. Like, how do I just not remember his name? And I had to text my friend and I was like, what was that guy's name? And he reminded me of, of what his name was. Um, but yeah, that's like my, my sister right now. I mean, she's got nicknames for them and I'll be like, oh yeah, this guy is also the one that like, likes dogs right and she's like no it's not that one it's the other one that I went to the you know the sushi place with and I'm like I don't know what you're talking about like (laughs) I want to come on the podcast and talk about dating oh my god that's so funny I should ask her she's been sending me a lot of the anything in the last month that I've been posting on see Coco date has been like a submission for my sister because she's like I love it rolling through them yeah so um yeah she's got a lot of good stories (laughs) (laughs) we we love the good stories okay so we need the story to I think everybody's like really she's just gonna drop it on us she's back with Taylor and you're not gonna tell us how it happened so tell us okay so you were dating you so were kind we, of starting to, to do the online dating thing and like talking to a couple of people. And then how did Taylor fall back in the picture? Was so I see his name? Uh, yeah, I think we have. Okay. Yeah. Um, I know. I just always feel weird giving people nicknames, especially like once you're in a serious relationship with them. It's like, you know what I mean? So totally. um, I think the last time I had talked to you guys, pro- probably I had talked about like, we had been broken up for like two months. Like we were still hanging out and, you know, we just were spending like almost more time together. And I felt like my feelings were stronger. And I was like, this is weird. This is like, my friends kept telling me like, you're not doing friends with benefits, right? Like that's not what's supposed to happen. And so I was like, you know what? They're right. And like, if this isn't going to work, then like, I, I can't keep doing this because it's like keeping me from going out with other people. So I told him how I felt. And I said, I wanted to try to have a relationship again. I had, I told him like, I've been in therapy. I've been working on some of the things I need to be working on. Um, and I feel like maybe I didn't meet you halfway enough. And obviously there were issues on his, his end as well. Um, and he was like, honestly, like, I just really like how it's been going. Like, I don't really think I want a relationship right now. And I was like, all right, well, I I was upset about it, but I said like, that's it. Like, we're not going to be friends. We can't like check in with each other. Like that's just not going to work. Yeah. So we went like two or three weeks, like truly we were not talking at all. And then he did text me one night to tell me something that was going on, like with his family. And I said, okay, well, like, you know, regardless of like what happened, like I'm here for you as a friend. Cause like, I already know, as we've talked about, like, he's not great 
with his emotions. And I thought, well, I don't want him to feel like he can't talk to anybody about this. And he's like, yeah, like I might take you up on that. And so then it was like, yeah, about a month ago, it was a Sunday and he called me and he said, are you free tonight? I was going to see if I could come over and we could talk. So I thought he wanted to talk about like this situation. And I said, yeah, that's fine. Um, and I told one friend he was coming over and I was like, she's like, you're going to, you're going to hook up with them. And I said, no, I said, I'm not, I'm going to be steadfast in, in my, what I said, like, I have to stand by it. So like, um, he came over and like, he ran the doorbell and I opened the door and actually I have it. On, I don't think I sent it to you guys. I have a ring, right? So like, it's on video. So like I saved it. Cause it was super cute. Like he, um, when I opened the door, he had like really nice flowers and I was like, Oh my Aww. gosh, like so sweet happening he's like well I know that you like flowers like I thought you'd appreciate that and it's like so he came in like again like we went and sat outside we sat in separate chairs I was like I still don't understand what's happening and so he was like you know I've been or what did we were talking about other stuff and then he was like yeah so I would delete the dating apps and I said you're saying you would, if you were me, or you're saying you are like, like, use your words. What are you saying? Yeah. He was like, no, he was like, I think you should delete them. I'm going to delete them. Like, I, I want to try this again. Like I want to make more of an effort. And I was like, well, I'm just confused. Like, where's this coming from? He was like, you know, I just thought a lot about what you said. And like, I, I miss you. And like, I do think that there was like more of an effort I could have made. And like, I, I want to try. So I was like, all right. I said there, and then he like took out his phone and like started deleting the apps right there. And I was like, you don't have to do it right in front of me. Like, I trust that you're going to do it. Right. But so, um, it was a nice gesture. And so, um, like we hung out and I said, there are bigger conversations we have to have. I don't want to like throw them because like now the more the time has gone on, I also know, like I can be a lot. Like when I, something's bothering me, I need to talk about it right then. And I need a solution right then. And that's like the opposite of how he works. And so I just have to, you know, I'm trying again, trying to meet him halfway. So I was like, right now, today, the main thing that like, you need to know that upset me is like the, the lack of communication when we're not together and the and lack of bottled water. No. Yeah. <laughs> And the, um, no, oh my gosh. And I said, you're like, I really, I know it's hard, but like, I need you to work on like being able to express how you feel to me. And like, also like being there for me. And, and he was like, okay. So then like, as I was like, I'm not going to say anything to anybody because I don't know how it's going to go. And like, I've already like talked about it and got on a podcast and talked about it and was like, I'm done. You know what I mean? And I, I, I was like, first of all, I kind of feel stupid, but also like, I don't want to get ahead of myself and kind of like we were talking about, I've just been really trying to like focus on like now, because I think what causes a lot of my anxiety is like thinking about the future so much. Mm -hmm. And you have to think about it to an extent maybe he and I get married. Maybe we don't, but like right now it's going well and I'm enjoying his company and we're having a good time. So that's like what I'm trying to focus on. So like, as time went on, like I told like one person here, one person there. And then my friend had a birthday party for her son. And she was like, I know you're not with Taylor anymore, but, um, if you want to bring a date, like feel free, which was so nice of her. And you're like, and I said, oh. well, 
I was like, actually, we've been like back together for like two weeks. Um, I'll see if he wants to go. And so, yeah, he said he'd go. So um, we went and then actually this is, so it's my, my friends are married. It was their son's first birthday. My ex-husband and I introduced them. She's one of my closest friends and he is my ex-husband's best friend. And so I knew that he was invited. I didn't think he was going to go, but I was like, I have to tell Taylor, like, just in case, you know what yes. I mean? Yeah. And I didn't think Been he in that would situation. Care. Yeah. Because like, and all my friends were like, you have to tell him. And I was like, I'm going to tell him. I just truly, I know like, it's not going to matter to him. And so I texted him and I explained it. And he was like, I said, I don't think he's going to be there, but like, if he is, I just wouldn't want to blindside you. He's like, no, totally cool. Makes things more interesting. And I was <laughs> like, all right, we're on with it. So we went to the party um, and he wasn't there. And the word on the street was that um, when he found out I was bringing my boyfriend, he said he was not going to come. So that's a whole other, bo- what's the word I'm looking for? The I say ball of worms. That's not a saying though. Have you you seen, how often have you seen your ex since you guys, not once? Nope. Oh, wow. So this was going to be the very, very, very first time that you would have seen him since everything. Yeah. We have a lot of friends, but he has really isolated um, himself. And so like, for example, I'm almost certain that he hasn't even met this baby yet who just had their first birthday. Um, Wow. They had a baptism in the summer and he told them he wasn't going to go because he didn't want to upset me by being there. Um, but I had something else and I couldn't even go anyway. So, <laughs> so it really, it would have been the first time. Um, and it's funny because like at the time my friend told me and I was like, oh, okay. And then like later when I was like telling like the next day, repeating it to my mom, it didn't bother me then. And it did bother me a lot after. And I don't know why. And again, like I talked, I talked about it with my therapist and I just thought like in another world, this is a party we would have been at together with our kids who are friends with their kids. And I don't know, it just stuff like that, just still, you know, and maybe for you guys too, I'm not sure, but it like brings up emotions that either you've pushed down so far you f- don't think they're there anymore, or you don't even realize that they are, you yeah. know, really well with Taylor and I I wouldn't want to be married to him again um it was just like really weird and then I felt bad because I felt like you know my friend didn't get to have his friend there because I brought my boyfriend and they were like that's not what happened it's not your fault at all like he decided not to come but again I'm like now I'm in another spot where I feel bad for something uh, that I really don't need to feel bad for no like it was like a really weird, but yeah, he was totally cool with it. And then, um, he kept, his name is not Stan and he kept calling him Stan. I think he thought that was his name. So we're just (laughs) with it. (laughs) I love it. He said something. It was like, what about Stan? And I was like, who, who's Stan? (laughs) I was like, right letter, wrong name. So, (laughs) but that's fine. Don't worry about it. So, I mean, but yeah, it's been, and again, really like to be like, oh, I've only been back with this girl for two weeks. I might have to meet her ex-husband and like still go. <laughs> and like, I really appreciated it. And um, we're going, he asked me to go to a wedding with him at the end of May. So we're doing that. How fun. So, I think it's, I mean, I know it's going well. Um, I know we're both making an effort. I can tell that he really is. And I Good. don't have 
nearly as much anxiety about it this time around. I don't know like why it changed, but it did. So for right now it's, it's really well and it's going really well. I'm clearly flustered for some reason. I don't know why. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I, I think it's like when you made that comment earlier about like feeling stupid for getting back with him, it's, it's so funny. Like when you're in like your position, because you really do think like people on the outside think that like, I know myself and I'm like, everybody's probably talking about me and everybody. And it's like, no, literally nobody cares. Everybody just wants me to be happy for the most part, you know, it's like, but when you're the one that's in it, like, it's so easy to overthink what other people think about what you want for your life and like your own happiness. Oh, Oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say like, how have your friends been? Like, have they shown like that that was kind of like overthinking on your part and everybody's kind of like, Courtney's happy. Like, that's awesome. Um, it's funny. I think I got the reactions I expected from the people I expected them from, if that makes sense. Um, there were people who were like super on board, like the whole time we were together. And I knew that those people were like, we'll be happy for you, whatever. Um, and then I think there are people and it's not bad intentions at all. I just definitely have a few friends who, are like, well, we just want to make sure like you're not doing it because you're bored or you're lonely or, you know, like how many, how many chances are you going to give the same person? Like, what do you expect to change? And, and I said, like, those are, these are things like they said, you know, not behind my back. They said them to my face. And (laughs) I said, I appreciate it. And I know you're coming from a good place. Um, I think my issue is that, and I've spent a lot of time thinking about this the last couple of weeks, with my ex-husband, we were together so long. we like, you know, you grow up together, you have all the same friends. And for the most part, he was always like very social, very outgoing. Like everybody was like his friend. So that's what I'm used to in a significant other. And Taylor is a lot more reserved. Um, and it's not a bad thing. I just think not everybody like vibes as well with that as with, as they would if someone was like super out, outgoing. Right. And so I just keep telling myself, well, first of all, like as long as he treats you right, that's really all that matters, which he is. And second of all, like the older we get, I don't even really see my friends, significant others that much anymore, because it's like, if we're doing a girl's night, well, someone's got to be home with the kids. And if we're doing a party, like someone's, sometimes they're working or this or that. And so it's like, I was like, honestly, it's not that big of a deal. Like, do I want everyone to get along? Of course. And it's not that nobody doesn't get along with them. Um, I just have to like, realize, like I have to adjust my expectations because as long as I'm happy, then that's really all that matters. And it is exactly. Yeah. I just, I think, I think worrying worrying about like, if you are truly happy in that situation should be the focus more so than like, if anybody else is happy with the decision that you're making, because yeah, it's going to affect them as a friend. Like they're going to be there for you, like no matter Mm -hmm. what, but as long as you're happy and you, you know, you seem to be happy um, and things seem to be going well. And that's, those are all good things then you know, it's nice that your friends for the most part are supporting you on that. Cause it's really hard. Like, I mean, I tell Laura all the time, like I have a really good friend that 
doesn't outspokenly say she's not supportive of my relationship, but she's not. And oh, did she listen to this podcast? <laughs> I don't think so. Honestly, um, I I really don't think she does. But it's hard. Like as adults, like I try to put myself in the friend's position, right? And I'm like, I don't remember being jealous about a friend's relationship since I was like in high school, maybe. Yeah. Like I can remember in high school, like when it's like your bestie and then they get a boyfriend. So now like you don't have your best friend on the weekends and you're like, this is the worst feeling. Like it's been so long since I felt that way. So to have a friend like kind of still doing that as an adult is like very strange to me. You you don't have to say, but do you think it is, it's jealousy? Cause I was going to say you guys, like, you really do seem so happy. Like, so that is surprising to me that someone who supposedly cares about you can't just be on board with that then. I think, I think think it is. Yeah. I think it's not having their relationship. Yep. Everything they want it to be because they're in a relationship. So I think it's them not having their relationship up to the expectations they feel like it should be. I think that person also just is a jealous person who, cause I think she gets jealous of numerous yeah, things uh, yeah. in her, like friendships, relationships. I think it's just something that person struggles with as a whole. So. And that's the thing, even though, you know, then it's reflection of, of them and it's projection and it has nothing to do with you actually that does suck. And you probably don't want to take Jordan around if that person is there and it shouldn't and it shouldn't be like that you know what I mean and I'm gonna be honest with you (laughs) I was thinking about this the other day I have a lot of people in my life close and not as close who are in relationships that a I wouldn't want to be in myself or b they talk very poorly about their boyfriend or their husband so I'm also maybe like not gonna take I don't know how to say it without sounding like super rude but I think a lot of times it is projection it totally it is is. and it's just hard like as adults like I know back in high school like we didn't like think about our emotions as much and like go to therapy and like really try to like analyze ourselves and see where Mm -hmm. we could maybe be wrong in situations where as an adult like I would hope you do that more (laughs) yeah I do a lot more like I would have no problem like if I was the single one and which she's not, but if I was a single friend and my best friend got in a relationship and I was just feeling a certain way because it was taking time away from us or what, like, I would have no problem just saying like, I miss you. Like, it's not that I don't like have, it's not that I have a problem with him. I just miss like the, like you're happy and everything, but it's taking time away from us. And I just missed that. But like, yeah, that, I mean, you know, but like I've, when you express your jealousy or you express those feelings in like a negative way, instead of just talking about how it's making you feel like it's makes it really, really hard. Oh, for sure. Cause you and I stuff, we like, we'll be like, shit. The only time we've seen each other in the last two months has been to record or like, we <laughs> haven't done. like made. So we're like, okay, when's like a Sunday we could go get brunch. Like we have to like make an effort because we realize like, a lot of times it's like just we get caught up in our weekend lives with our significant others and then you just forget and like you can if you're good friends with somebody you should be able to say that and without being like oh you're always with Jordan like 
why don't you ever see me? Like, can we please like hang out? And I mean, and it's just that's a way to the do thing it. too, is it's like in my situation, she's not worried about me. She's not worried about like right. how he treats me or if I'm making the right choices. It's not like a, it's not like a friend being worried about me. Like how, how the mm-hmm. friend or friends that you were talking about are, it's legitimate, just like jealousy and just not refusing to be happy for me. We're like your friends that are doing that are, seem like they're coming from a better place of like, like they want to support you, but they just want to make sure you're doing the right decision. But at some point you have to let an adult be an adult and just be their friend and support them or you're going to push them away. Ultimately. Oh, that's what I was just thinking. Like I'm, it probably makes you not even want to hang out with that person. Even if Jordan's not around, because then it's just like a weird elephant in the room anyway that she's acting like that yeah it is yeah I mean there's I don't think she listens but I'm gonna like (laughs) probably probably not get into much else um before the the reason the only reason is if she does listen I wouldn't want to get any further into this but yeah there's there's a a number of reasons and it's just I don't know like I think hard about like how I am as a friend to people and I guess I haven't been in a situation like on the other end of this where I'm dealing with a friend in a new relationship in a while like she's in a relationship Laura's in a relationship like I haven't gone through this with a friend in a while but I just think like when you're like 35 to 40 like you're gonna be 40 in a couple years like I don't know like maybe learn how to be a good friend no (laughs) and that's an interesting really subject too because when you think about it same thing like I think my anyone my friend that's been in a like a new relationship most recently was like seven years ago maybe so it's like as you get older you aren't used to it as much so then when it does happen it is like difficult maybe to navigate for some people and it's just like things things that you know you have to deal with in relationships as you get older that you would think like oh I thought I would be past this or like even I was telling Taylor like um I was like, it's, I feel like sometimes I get the vibe that like maybe his best friend is like not a fan. He's never said anything. Um, and I think he, the girl guys are different than girls were like immediately. If I met someone's boyfriend, I'd be like, Oh my God, loved him. Like, like you know what I mean? And guys yeah. like that. And he's like, no, he likes you. And I was like, Oh, like that was like very reassuring. Not. And so it's like things <laughs> like that. But, like, very important to me that like your friends like me and like want me to be around and like I don't even think he's thought twice about if any of my friends like him which is that's great because I wish I didn't think about things like that yeah but so just like again you're like oh especially when you have been married like this is what I called my mom earlier and I was like just upset nothing about my relationship just very stressed out about things and I said like I'm just not where I thought I'd be. And like, I'm, I thought I'd have like a husband and a partner to be like helping me with a lot of stuff. And it's just frustrating because no matter what, like, I'm just not at the place where I thought I would be. And so it's like, add to that, then I have to be like, oh, does my boyfriend's friend like me? Like, are his parents going to like me? It's like all this stuff that you have to like worry about or that I worry about. And it's just like, you just think it gets easier as you get older and it doesn't. (laughs) Yeah. And it's all stuff that matters to an extent. Yeah. Like, you know, if he's, if he's really, really close to his family and they don't like you for whatever, it better be a good reason, you know, like that, that would be hard to navigate in a relationship. But 
as far as like a friend, like, I don't know, like if one of Jordan's friends didn't like me, like we don't do enough all the time. Like he does plenty with his friends, but like us as a couple with his friends, like it doesn't happen enough that like it should, it should affect the relationship, you know? Yeah. Exactly. Okay, I have a hypothetical and I'm asking because I know it's not true. Like what would have happened if Jordan and Jeff like hated each other? I don't know how that would be really, 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 really hard. Right? I don't yeah, I don't know. Cause I mean, we don't we go on a double date every what two every other month. I'd say we do a double date. Yeah. I wouldn't say we do one every month, but we have parties a lot that you guys have come yeah. to and stuff. Um I don't know. I don't that know. Would be awkward. Jeff has people so that he's like, they're not his favorite, but Jeff never like says like, I just don't like that person. Like it'll just, he's cause I think Jeff sees people as like, they don't have to be his best friend. Like I think guys are that, way better about that. Yeah, Some like, guys. Cause yeah. that's what I was going to say is I don't, I don't know that like we would even be able to tell if Jeff you would, cause he'd probably say something to you, but yeah. I feel like Jordan and I wouldn't be able to tell if, Jeff didn't like him because Jeff's just like nice and like he can't turn off the nice basically (laughs) where like I feel like if Jordan didn't like Jeff like you'd be able to tell because like Jordan can turn off the nice yeah he wears his like I think he wears his emotions on the sleeve probably more than Jeff does definitely and then that would be like super awkward I'd be like oh god yeah it would definitely (laughs) luckily that hasn't happened yet Yeah, Yeah, no, no. I know that they get along and everything, but I just was thinking about that, like, yeah, that, because again, that would be, that would just be hard, you know what I mean? And I almost feel like maybe it is more annoying the older you get, because like, it's like you said, it shouldn't be like that. It's one thing if you're in high school and someone doesn't know how to express that their feelings are hurt, but like the older you get, like you said, you should just be able to say, you know, they said this or they did this, or this is why I'm feeling left out. And it's just like, it's still very hard. (laughs) Well, and it's so weird. It's like, Laura's like my absolute best friend yet. We don't see each other every week, you know, like you're an adult, like other stuff's going on. You have other people in your life, your family, you have work, like stuff, like we're not in high school anymore. We can't see each other every week. So it's, for me, it's really weird to have a friend where like, we're not seeing each other every week anyway. Right. So the occasionally you can't do a couple's dinner. Like yeah. you can't go out occasionally for dinner. Like it's just, I don't know. It's just, that's a good way to push your, that's a good way to push your friends away for sure. Oh, 100%. Absolutely. If, if there was a reason, then okay. Like if Taylor did something to you, so like yeah, he cheated on you and that's why you broke up and like your friends had a real reason yeah. to like not like him or like my friend if she had any kind of reason to really not like him she's met him like three times so right. <laughs> but that's crazy but no I'm definitely happy to see you happy and happy yeah. to see you like feeling like you've made like the right choice for you right now and that yeah it's so nice when like that's all you've been craving is effort to feel that effort well, that's the thing too. Like, I don't want to like pat myself on the back, but I did say to him like, oh, wow. See, like you are capable of it. And I said to him, like he, um, one of his things which is so funny. So he came out, well, I was going out with my friends. We went to a country bar last weekend and, um, my one friend who I'm very close friends with, but she just, 
had never been at anything where he was the whole time we were dating. She kept saying like, am I going to get to meet him? So he came and then like two of his friends came and, um, she's like, is he like, is he going to like dance? I was like, no, like, that's like not his thing. But then like <laughs> he was drinking so much that then he was dancing and wanting to hold my hand and kissing me, which is like, not, you know, if I try and grab his hand, like at the store, he's like, what are you doing? So <laughs> I we got to get you to the point where you're comfortable enough with it. Even if you're sober, because yes. it's like, you are, it's there. You're capable of it. I said, no one else thinks it's weird. If you kiss your girlfriend in public, like, right. so it's just a matter of getting there. Right, you're like, I'm not asking you to like make out with me. <laughs> no, exactly. And it has been, you know, going really well. And like I said, I'm trying to, um, I, like I was saying to him the other day, you know, because we do live a half hour away and I work from home, but like he goes into the office and all this other stuff. I was like, I just feel better. Like knowing like when we're going to see each other this week. So like now we've like started to try and do that, like on Sunday and be like, okay, what are you doing this week? What am I doing this week? So we can kind of like, even if something changes or it's not like totally, at least we have an idea. Whereas like before it would be like day of and he'd be like, Oh, are you free tonight? And like, whether I was or wasn't, I was like, I don't, I don't like that. That's something I need like reassurance with. So it's just like, you know, me doing a better job of like explaining to him why certain things bother me. And I keep checking in with him actually this weekend. I was like, Oh, so I said, we've been back together a month. And he was like, no, more than that. And I was like, no, (laughs) (laughs) He's and like, I, it feels like I've been with you for eternity, Courtney. Yeah, right. But I don't <laughs> good or bad. Yeah. <laughs> In a good way, obviously. Yeah. No, it's been about a month. Um, I just wanted to like, like I was trying to like be casual, you know, and I was like, I just wanted to check in and like, see how you feel like it's going. And cause I, honestly, at first I kept like the first week, week and a half, I was like, oh, I feel like one day he's just going to call and be like, I actually changed my mind. Like I, I was right before I don't want a relationship. And so like him asking me to go to that wedding with him alleviated a lot of that Mm -hmm. because I was like, he didn't ask me to go to something six weeks from now. If he like, wasn't in it, you know what I mean? Right. And so, um, I said, like, I just want to check in and see how you think it's going. And he was like, oh, well, I wasn't expecting this question. And I was like, well, okay, well I asked it. So like, what do you like, you know what I mean? And he's like, no, it's going really well. And I said, I actually think it's going better than I thought it was going to be going, to be honest with you. And I was like, okay, that like, and I think he thought I wanted to have like a big conversation about it. And I was like, no, like, I just wanted to check in. Like, yeah. and I feel like if you do that, then you don't have to have like these big conversations that are like daunting. So I'm just trying to be better about it. And like and I, I said, he's you're so well. good. I wish I could be better at like saying what I'm feeling when I'm feeling it like you do Courtney well you are I want to be like Courtney when I grow up me too only reason that has really and again believe me it's it's I was just telling someone it's like situational because sometimes something is really bothering me whether it's not really at, at work my job's fine but like whether it's with friends or like my family or a relationship sometimes I'll like think about it, think about it, think about it. And like, I never have like the balls to say anything other times I do. And honestly, the only reason I've been getting better at it is like from my divorce, I felt like I was so hysterical and emotional all the time. I was like, everybody in my life has seen me at my worst. Like it can't get worse. From- 
And so like, if someone sees me cry or, or I tell someone like, you know, uh, like I've been trying to be better about, um, clearly, I don't know, maybe I have ADD cause I'm like all over the place. Um, but like a couple weeks ago, my friend had called me and like texted me and I just was like, I had a hard day at work. Like, I don't really want to talk to anyone. So she texted me again. I was like, are you alive? And I said, yes, like, sorry, I'm just taking like a mental health break from my phone. And she's like, totally got it. Talk to you tomorrow. Like I've been trying to be better about that and like boundaries and it is, it's just practice and it's, it's therapy. And like, honestly, like, um, a lot of podcasts, which is crazy since I never even listened to one before quarantine, but I just really find like all these different like dating podcasts, relationship and like mindset podcasts. Like when you hear something enough, you start to like apply it without even realizing it. Otherwise, if I was still, if I was still married to my ex-husband and hadn't gone through all that, I probably still would have a lot of trouble, like expressing myself. And, and I, I have told Taylor that I said, I understand that it's hard for you. It, it never, it did not used to be like, not even that it's easy, but it's easier for me now, but it used to not be. So like, I understand it. And I said, like, the more you do something, the easier it gets. And, you know, he's like, I know you're right. So, you know, and whatever (laughs) happens, happens. But right now I think we're, and you know what, that's really good too, because right now we're both like, I think learning and growing as, as people and in a relationship. And, you know, that's all, all I wanted from the beginning. So yes. Well, very, very, very happy for you that things are going well. And I love you. Everybody loves having you on date, dating, not dating. Like Courtney just brings like Laura said, like, I want to be Courtney when I grow up, like just bringing all this, like wisdom like you have like this attitude where everybody's like why can't I be like Courtney like why can't I just talk say it how it is to people or like <laughs> lay my expectations on the table to my boyfriend without sitting there for no that's two so- days thinking about it it's like you're, I don't- you're very very good at that well as as I was as the listeners don't know but I, right before we started recording I told Steph and Laura I was like yeah, I'm doing this from bed like I just don't even have the energy to get I, I, I was literally crying like five minutes before I called in and, and we were like, like, suck it up, bitch. Yeah. And I was like, no, it's totally fine. And again, it's not like I was saying to my mom, it's not anything terrible. It's just one of the, like, I, I don't, I got in a car accident last week. And so like, that's unexpected no. money that I didn't think I was going to have to spend. And I'm getting new windows in the house and I'm trying to plan this vacation and I'm ordering dresses for this wedding and, and I'm still learning a new job. It's just like some days I'm totally fine. And then you know how some days yeah. you're just like everything at once and you're like, why me? And I'm like, you know what? Everyone's happy and healthy and that's the most important thing. But it's hard to yes. keep it in perspective sometimes. Sometimes you just need a why me moment too. Like, and that's okay. I, exactly. You don't have, have to. The last two weeks. <laughs> me too, girl. We should have talked last week. It was a I, an F everybody and F it all week for me last week. It, it it really is. And then I just try and remember like people have it so much worse, but again, that doesn't mean that like my or your problems don't matter to or us. Valid. Exactly. Yep. Else I've had to try and reframe because I'm always like, Oh, it's not as bad compared to like this person. Well, it doesn't matter. I'm not that person. Like this is how I feel right now. And I'm yep. upset. So exactly. But- well, yeah. despite you being back in a relationship, 
and we were supposed to do monthly dating updates. We would still love to have you on the podcast once in a while. When you want to come on, we're not kicking you off. Did you get my question today in your question box? Oh, shoot. I didn't even look. Let me see. Oh, God. Stephanie put up a question box and then didn't check the question box. Did you even know I put it up, Laura? I saw it like an hour before we started recording. The only person. We do do have questions. Some of these may have. Some of these may have been answered though. So okay. how are things with your recent ex? That's been answered. <laughs> Taylor updates. That's been answered. Check, check. What is her favorite? Oh, why is her favorite Britney song? Touch of my hand. All right. I know that Joe submitted that. <laughs> and this is like a joke he came up with like literally years ago. And he mentions it all the time. I, he swears I said one time that that was my favorite Britney song. I never said that. This literally got brought up. Remember, he brought this up. He asked us, he what is your favorite Britney song? He asked us when we were in uh, Palm Springs. And he totally called you out on that being your favorite Britney song. Oh, my God. I don't even remember that. But, yeah, he thinks it's, like, super funny. And I'm just, like, I don't know why, like, we keep having to talk about it. <laughs> and our Final question is why is her voice so annoying? I'm just kidding. That was that was from you. <laughs> I'm like this like podcast host bully. And I'm just kidding. It was you. I had to ask. Um, so that was that. I didn't put a question box up until this afternoon when I thought about oh it. God. But those are our questions. And I know everybody's gonna be so happy for you that things are going so well. Cause I know it was you were going through it the last time we chatted. So yeah. And you know what? If they're not, they're not. I have to come to terms with that. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Well, thank you so much for coming on. And we definitely are going to have to catch up and get more Taylor updates and see how things are going in a month or so. Anytime. You never know. Thanks, Courtney. We love you. No, no, totally. We could get my sister on here, though. Oh, that'd be so much fun. That would be fun. So yeah, if you guys don't follow Courtney for some dumb reason, go follow her <laughs> uh, Instagram, uh, Coco Loses and see Coco Date. Flavor of the week. All right, Steph, what's your flavor of the week? My flavor of the week is another recipe. I feel like it's been a little bit since I've shared a recipe, but I've been trying to be good about meal prepping for my in office days. Um, so I was looking up, I'm all about easy meal prep, like it better fit in a crock pot, one pan be done in 30 minutes, like any of those categories, or I'm not doing it. Yep. Um, so that's what I was looking for this weekend. And it's another sweet, savory and stuff recipe. Um, so it is the healthy slow cooker teriyaki chicken and it's in a slow cooker. So super easy. I was very confused because in my head, when I like thought that I was like, Oh, she did a recipe for this. Like it's literally just like chicken teriyaki sauce, right? No, you actually make your own Terry, like lighter teriyaki sauce. I was so confused with the ingredients. I'm like, how does this turn into teriyaki? But it does. There's like maple syrup in it and it's a thing, but trust me, it's so freaking good. Um, so I made that, I had it for dinner last night and then I have three days worth of 
lunches for it. So it's so good. It is, um, 187 calories per serving, which is like nothing. So I made rice with it. So I think it comes out to be like, I don't know, 350, 400 for a lunch. Um, and if you're still doing WW on the blue and purple, so as long as your plan kind of fits into that, it's three points and five on more of a green. So it can, it can vary a little bit with whatever your zero point foods are. Yeah. It is so good. I am so picky with chicken and that's why I love crock pot chicken. Like, because you put so much liquid or sauce or whatever in it, it becomes really, really like moist. And yes, there's no way you can make dry chicken in a crock pot. Like, I mean, I um, guess you could, but it's unless very, you very just hard. completely forget about it in there, but <laughs> yes, but it is so good. Like it is definitely going to be a meal prep lunch rotation for me because there was like no effort. It was like, mix the sauce ingredients, put the chicken in, shred it. And like, that's it. There was zero effort and it's delicious. And what I'm sure. Did she have veggies with it and you just didn't do it or? Yes. So her photos showed white rice, the chicken and broccoli, but you know me, I don't do broccoli. So, I mean, I could have done edamame. I could have done like asparagus or something I do like. That'd probably be good with asparagus. Yeah. Or like green beans. Like if you were to do like some kind of like Asian style, like din tai green beans, almost like that would be so good. I know. I'm so really, really good. It's like 530 right now. And I haven't eaten since this morning. So I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that sounds delicious. <laughs> yes. So what is your flavor of the week? Mine is also food. However, it is not something you will make. It is something you will buy at Trader Joe's. It's I'm sure going to be something that's seasonal. So if you want it, like go get it now, if it's even still there, they were there this last week. So it's Trader Joe's fancy, ch- fancy cheese crunchies. And they are basically bougie Cheetos. So they're Yum. so freaking good. The cheese like that they use to flavor them is um, Parmesan and cheddar. And then it has like a black truffle salt. So if truffle isn't your thing, you're not going to like it because they're very truffle forward as most truffle things are. But if you like truffle and oh, they're so good. That sounds freaking amazing. Did you have those while you were wine tasting this weekend? Yeah, we took, we had them this weekend. We snacked on them a little bit in the room and then Jeff and I had took them with our, took them with us for our picnic yesterday. That sounds like it would be the best wine tasting snack. Yes. Cause they're like just a fun little crunchy, but kind of fancy because they have the truffle and I feel like anything with truffle makes it way more fancy. Totally. I have not gone to Trader Joe's in a while. I need to go and make sure I add those to my cart because those sound amazing. They are very, very good. And, um, and they're baked, so they're healthy, right? Right. Totally. (laughs) Eat the whole bag, I'm sure. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So that's my flavor of the week. Sounds delish. (laughs) Oh, am I doing, thank you for joining us. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Here we go. Five, four, three, two, one. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Wine Over Matter podcast. If you don't already, you should join us in our private Facebook group. Just search Club Wine Over Matter and request to join. If you listen on Apple Podcasts or you have an iTunes account, please don't forget to take a moment to leave us a five-star rate interview. You can even rate us on Spotify now. 
Um, and if you don't already, be sure to also follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Wine Over Matter Pod. Thanks again. And we will see you at the same time next week with a glass in hand. Cheers. Cheers. My bad. <laughs> <laughs>